Hawk Talk is brought to you in part by the Monmouth Medical Center and RWJ Barnabas Health Facility and a recognized leader in patient safety and clinical quality. For more information about services close to you, visit rwjbh.org slash Monmouth. Let's be healthy together. You're listening to Hawk Talk, the official podcast of Monmouth University Athletics. And here are your hosts, Greg Viscomi and Gary Kowal. Gary, we're back. Episode 41. Bunch of stuff to talk about today. I'm very excited because for the first time, maybe in a long time, we have double guests on. Been my first one, I think. Yeah, I I, I mean, 41, I think we've only had like double guests twice, but I'm super pumped because we are going to highlight a team here that's just absolutely crushing it in their first year in the CAA and uh, two very important parts of that team uh, in a team that deserves as much or more of our fans' attention than any team on campus right now. So uh, I'm very happy to welcome in from our women's basketball team, Ariana Vanderhoop and Bree Tinsley. Welcome, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. So, Gary yeah, and I... We're going to get them talking. Yeah, yeah. We're, <laughs> we're going we're to pull it out of these two ladies today. Uh, so we were talking about how um, it's the winter. We like to showcase our athletes that are in session or in season. Um, school just started back up again. Travel schedules get tough. And we're, we, you know, every time you guys go out on the court, even though it's a CAA and a lot of people around here said that women's basketball would have the biggest jump to make from the Mac to the CAA. Yeah, I thought so too. It's a um, good, good women's basketball league. I didn't know a, a ton about CAA basketball, but the way uh, Mr. Stapleton and coach Boggess talked about it, I thought we had maybe joined the big East or the ACC by mistake. They're like, Oh, <laughs> these girls are going to be huge. And I'm like, Oh man, like, are we in for a long year? Like I really like these girls. <laughs> and then all of a sudden they come out and here we are right in the middle of the pack. Every game is competitive. You guys just came back from a road swing, uh, battled down there, uh, got a win late last game out. Um, what's it been like so far, you know, in the CAA and, and take it from different perspectives. Or if you want to go first, just from being a Mac athlete, now you're in the CAA, what's the difference there? I do think it was a huge jump. Um, I think the level of athleticism definitely jumped. And the girls are definitely bigger, but it's fun. But I don't think it's nothing we couldn't have handled. We knew, <laughs> we knew that we could like, we were capable. Be fine, yeah, yeah. 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 What about you, Bree? Like that now, your lineage just to give people a little bit of uh, background. As my speakers are on, give give you a little bit of background. You start at Virginia Tech. Virginia. Virginia. Yeah. Virginia. Start <laughs> at Virginia. <laughs> They're enemies around here these days. Start at start at Virginia, go to JMU. Now you're at Monmouth, playing in the CA. Obviously at JMU, they're in the CA, so it's a it's a level you're used to. Um, were the the girls able to lean on you at all and be like, hey, you know, what's this like? What's the level? What can I expect? Or was it just kind of like you just went with it? Um, I would say that yeah, like a lot of people look to me for experience since I've, I mean been in college for a while now <laughs> <laughs> just because I've been in the CAA but honestly I feel like I've looked to them a little bit more like they I've been able to like play off of them because 
um, I didn't come in here come in here with like the highest confidence, and so like just they've been able to boost my confidence. Well, I, I would say just for me watching, your confidence is back. Um, <laughs> definitely been a notice. Uh, you, the two of you have been uh, well put on notice, and, and Ari, like I don't want to put you on blast, but you were somebody when you first got here that the coaching staff, the old coaching staff, was like, just wait till she gets going. And we were like, okay, and th- there's athletes like that all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, like, even this, like, last year, a little bit breakout. Like, what's the difference between your first year, your second year, and now this year when you've kind of you've taken over games? Oh, man, the first year. Uh, the first year I didn't really have confidence, you know, in high school. I came off with two big injuries. So I was just hoping for the best. <laughs> and uh, even just last year, uh, Coach Boggy came in here and just gave me a, a ton of confidence. Like, if she was ever yelling at me or saying anything to me, it would be shoot the ball. And so last year was really the time, like, where I was building my confidence, and I'd say this year is really where, like, I'm, I'm doing well. <laughs> I'm confident. So we, um, we hear Coach Rice, right, talk about gr- green-lighting athletes. He says, oh, he's got, he's got the green light, he's got the green light. Do, do you feel like either one of you have the green light to shoot? Does Coach Bogus tell you guys, like, if you have the ball and you feel confident in this shot, take it? I feel yeah. like both of us. <laughs> she gets mad when we don't shoot. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But it's a great feeling. Like, it's not when she complains, like, oh, don't, why aren't you shooting the bar or something? It's not like, oh. It's like, yeah. Yeah. That's great. Like, That's like if the, best, the best thing you could have as a basketball player. Yeah, right? if your like, coach right. is complaining for you to shoot the ball, I yeah. mean, nothing can be any worse. Right. Than and that. you know, nobody else in the floor is complaining about it either because they're going in at a high yeah. clip. Yeah. They really have so much confidence in us. At times, I'm like, why do you have confidence right now? That's the anti-confidence. Half of the times I don't even feel open. Like, uh, I didn't even know I was supposed to shoot that. Right. But Coach sees you as open in yeah. that scenario. Yeah. That's awesome. And, and how much – I mean, this team, I, feel, I still feel like – all right, so you guys are a third way through, and Coach Boggess and I talked about this. Like, she said that she sat down with you guys and said, all right, we're, we've played – we're three and three. Um does anybody know how many games we play? And everybody kind of looked at each other and she said, okay, we play 18. So we're a third of the way. How does she compartmentalize the season? And, and what does that mean to you? Like, first, all right, start strong, first six, right? Three and three, great. Mm-hmm. Now you're in the middle six. What is the message now in that middle six games? Um, she was just, she was just basically saying like, yeah, we're going to take one game at a time, but really just, like, sticking together, like, this middle part, this is where some teams can fall off or you can go further. So, like, just sticking together, honestly. Yeah, uh, she, going off what Bree says, she usually just preaches, like, connectivity. And we say this one thing, out-team the other team. So, like, that's that's our goal throughout the whole season, no matter, like, what, what part of the season it is. Do you feel like you guys are gelling at the right time? I mean, I think – when teams really start to gel and work together is really when you start to see the close games go the other way. Like the, 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 instead of the five point loss, now it's a three point win. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you feel like you guys are hitting that stride right now? Or is there still more to do? I think there's still more to do, but we're, we're getting close. We're almost there. Yeah. I feel like we are like, we've been battling injuries with different people, but like, honestly, I feel like we're getting there. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Ari, right, I know we talked a little bit about your freshman year into last year, mm-hmm. now into your junior year. How much has playing with Bree, um, and it's probably an, an easy answer, but like you've played a lot of positions, right? You played point guard, you played off the ball, mm-hmm. and now you have somebody who's been a point guard in college, like she said, for a long time. Um, coming into the year, was that something you were excited about? Like, hey, I have a, a true point guard to play with, and, and how much has that helped your game? 
Uh, Bree's gave me a ton of confidence just pl- being on the court with her and even when I'm not like just taking after her so like as an example if she subbed out and I'm the PG first at the beginning of the season I told coach Boggy like it makes me so nervous <laughs> but, like just learning even in practices every game by Bree um I don't know if you've seen in the last game <laughs> but like how she shoots behind the screen like just little things like that so Bree's gave me a ton of confidence I've learned a lot from her and it looks good when we're on the court together, too. Yeah, it, so. I agree. Yeah. It does look good, and it's the results have shown. It's funny to me that, that you say that, right, because most sports, like, you want the ball in your hands. You mm-hmm. want to be the point guard. Do you think there's – is there a reason you'd prefer to play off the ball or play with somebody else? Do you, do you think that's just confidence thing for you? It's, like, commanding for me, but I'm, I'm getting there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's let's – you guys have a really fun squad to kind of watch. Uh, every time I turn around, Bell is sending somebody's ball into the stands, <laughs> like like real blocks, not like oh I got a fingertip on it and I adjust it. It's like like blocks. Um, what's it like to 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 play with some of them? Like who who are you? You know who's your favorite player to, to play with outside of Bree? Because I think that's your, you know who are your favorite players to play with? And I don't want you know we're not putting anybody out. We're not <laughs> like it's it. This is a fun exercise. Like hey, like the, you should watch. These people, like if you, let's say you have three friends coming to the game for the first time. They said, all right, we're coming to watch you, Ari, but who, who else do I got to watch? Not Bree, because she's sitting right here. Oh, that's uh, a tough who do you got to come watch? And it's got to be, it doesn't have to be one person. I have multiple people. Yeah. I'd say everybody, if you let me say everybody. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but, uh, why though? That's why, why team, why, out-team the other that's team. That's great team. I love team and the other, out-team and the other team. But like, why should I come watch Lucy Thomas play? I feel like we give each other juice. If you, do you, Coach preaches juice also. It means jacked up, insane, contagious energy. And, like, as an example, when you said uh, Bell blocks somebody or something like that, and say we're down, like, that's just the energy. If you see, like, everybody gets hype to just bring us back up and, you know, just stay together and stuff like that. So, um, Lucy, Jania, I know she she has big plays going Mm -hmm. downhill. She's a great driver, a great attacker. So, like, everybody. (laughs) What about you, Brady? Is there somebody – your folks are coming up, your family's coming, your mom's coming up. Who she got to watch, mom? You got to watch X play. She's fun. Oh, I mean, I, got, uh, I mean, everybody's game is different, and like everybody brings something different to the table. So like, I don't like I oh, like just everybody. pick one. I'm putting you on the spot. Oh no, I gotta pick one. Okay, just pick, right, one. Right, I'll pick one. Um, and this is me putting Bree on the spot. She is not just saying this is one person. I've given you an out. Um. All right, so I'll, I'll just say two. I'll say Amaya and Ella, just because they're freshmen and they're really talented. Um, I mean, it's not like I wasn't expecting a lot from them, but I didn't know what to expect. Sure. But they really surprised me, and they're like they're really improving. Yeah, uh, Coach and I talked about Amaya a little bit. She's fun to watch, and, and and like it's it's great to see. I feel like at every level, every age, there's somebody who's contributing to this team. Like, it's not one of these situations where next year you're like, oh man, we lose X Y Z and. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to really reload. Like, I think that's a fun, that's another fun part. And the other thing is, like, I feel like on any given night, like, I'm reading on the stat lines, like, when Megan sends out the stuff, like, there's somebody else who's taken over a game and led you guys to a win. And that's got to be impossible to to kind of guard against if you're an opposing team member. Like, all right, I'm going to come in and I'm going to shut Bree down. Oh, well, Ari scores 22. All right, I'm going to stop her and somebody else steps up. You know, Bell Bell has a double double. Mm -hmm. Um, how much do you guys, like, feed in the ball to other people? Like you said, I feel like everybody hoops. So. <laughs> I mean, just sharing the ball and whoever's open takes a shot, um, getting blocks, getting rebounds. So I'm confident in everybody taking over the game pretty much. 
Yeah, we need everybody, and everybody pretty much steps up when it's time. So, yeah. like, mm-hmm. I, I have confidence in everybody on the team. Almost everybody plays too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a it's a really really Almost stacked play roster. Much everybody, yeah, it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. So my whole thing is like, I, I want more people to appreciate what you guys are doing in the first year of the CAA, and and they really need to come out and help support. A um, couple things I talked with uh, Coach Boggs about that that we wanted to touch on. You guys just got back from a pretty good trip up to New York City, went out to dinner, got to see the Lion King. What was that like for, for each of you? And from a personal level, from did you like the play and, and like a bonding type thing? Um, I really enjoyed it because I've never been to a Broadway show. So, um, And just being on that trip, even not just the Lion King, being outside and in New York, you know, in the Times Square with our team, that's that was a good bonding moment. And just you know, some people haven't been, so it was it's pretty fun. Yeah, I've never been to Broadway or Times Square, and I'm from a little country. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's trees everywhere, so that was real different to see. I like that. So. Yeah, I mean that's that's a little bit of a shock. The 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 Lion King I've actually been to. It's crazy mm-hmm. how talented the people in that play are. Like they make the animals move and mm-hmm. stuff, and it's like I think wasn't like the young Simba like ten years old. Yeah, I was. Yeah, that's that was what cool. I was extremely. Imagine being ten years old being on Broadway. Yeah. They're so they're so good. It's crazy. It's cool. It's definitely like one of those tours. That, like going to a Broadway show is like one of those tours things that you should definitely do if you're a tourist. Like yeah, even if you're not. Hundred percent. You talk about like tourist things you shouldn't do. This is one thing that you should do. absolutely. It's funny that you think about like we talk about the student athlete experience, right? Like what you're doing off the court. And and we're talking about people coming out to your games and supporting you at, at, at the arena and at the gym, but, like, that experience is something that you'll probably remember just mm-hmm. as long as, like, any win or any game you played in. I think that's so important to establish a culture, right, and spend a night with your teammates in New York City. Um, I'm curious, as you, you talk about being from a small town, what, what were your impressions of Times Square in New York City? Was it overwhelming? <laughs> <Yeah>. Lunacy. <laughs> it's pretty crazy there. I'm not going to lie. At first, it was a little bit, but then, I mean, I kind of got used to it. But at first, I was just like, wow, there's, like, so much to do, so much to look at. But it was, yeah. it, I think, was that your first time in the city, in New York? Yeah. Everybody's it's heads automatically go. Yeah. Was that what you were expecting? Yeah. Kind of, yeah. For the movies Yeah, time and Times Square is just a lot in general. yes people running around dressed up in outfits and <laughs> everything strange crazy people but it's awesome and, and that's awesome that you guys took that trip where'd you guys go out to dinner she said you guys had a nice dinner i don't know the name of it. It, was I a, what it was called it's a barbecue was it good yeah, yeah. it's pretty good yeah oh yeah bar yeah you're the real the real <laughs> being from the south being virginia i'm sure you've had some good some barbecue down there yeah so it was okay all right passes breeze breeze test yeah uh the other thing coach box and i were kind of Cracking up about laughing a little bit was uh, baking cookies at her house. <laughs> she she said, "I want to know if the girls learned anything. Did did we learn anything about baking cookies at Coach's house? And were the cookies good? The cookies were the cookies very cookies were good. great. They were great. I know. <laughs> she said you start with the dry ingredients first, right? Or the what? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Ari's face just went. I don't remember already. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I did learn a little bit, though. You're right. The dry ingredients, I think you mix first. Okay. Although, I don't, you know. How much of this, to tie it all together, I think, you talk about going to Broadway, going to Coach's house for, mm-hmm. for the holidays. Like, How much of that do you 
cherish as like your experience here at Monmouth more than just like get in the gym, get shots up, play in a game, travel with the team, go play another game, have practice, have workouts, have lift. Like how much of that camaraderie and that has Coach Bragas brought to this program that you really you know appreciate, especially for for you that that's been here for a couple of years already. I appreciate it a lot because coaches elsewhere sometimes they only care about basketball, and uh, you know just bonding and spending time with each other off of the court is extremely important. And that also, like, may feed into our chemistry. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't want to we, – we're hoopers, but we don't want to play basketball all day. 24-7, like, right? Yeah, we want to spend time with each other and have fun. Like, we're still human. So, you know, it's extremely important, and I appreciate it a lot. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. <coughs> Just, like, seeing each other outside of basketball. We spend so much time doing basketball things. So, just viewing us as something other than basketball. Mm-hmm. I know you guys definitely are talking hoops even outside of basketball. Yeah. <laughs> uh, coach Coach had mentioned to me that uh, are you are uh, like a film nut. Mm-hmm. She said that the other day in the airport you were watching like Towson and somebody else play. Yeah, and it was. <laughs> two other teams. Um, she said I should be asking you like who do you think outside of someone on Monmouth is the best point guard in, in the CAA? It's a tough one. Okay, I'm gonna think of who we played. So yeah, far. you're gonna have to. Yeah, obviously. Uh, Who's the toughest to guard? Who was the toughest to guard so far? Honestly, from Charleston. Number twelve from Charleston. Got to give her respect. <laughs> yeah, she goes both ways. Pulls up, drives. Got a bit deadly from all over. Yeah, yeah, she was pretty deadly. So, so like watching film for you is that just because you love? So, coach told me she's like both these girls love basketball, mm-hmm. love the game of basketball. Is that something that you've been doing a long time? Is it something you just kind of picked up in college? Um, and and like why do you do it? And kind of what do you get out of it? Um, it's been for a while. <laughs> I'm just I don't know. I love basketball, so you know, just. I watch it just for fun, but I also watch the CAA just so, like, I'm familiar with the conference mostly because it's my first year. So, like, even some of the teams we haven't played against, I'm a little familiar with from just watching and stuff like that. But, like, yeah, I just enjoy basketball, so I watch it. Yeah, I like to watch basketball. I watch basketball with my family and stuff like that. But um, I do, yeah, like, I pick stay with the conference just to see, like, what we're up against because mm-hmm. I get a little nervous, not going to lie. <laughs> Next. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm looking at the schedule here. Mm-hmm. Friday night you have Hampton, then you're up at Northeastern, and back home against Hofstra. Uh, homecoming game Sunday, right, for you? It is a homecoming Going back up to Massachusetts? But, yes. It's actually five minutes from my house. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. I didn't know you so, so, speaking of never being to a city, I've never been to Boston. I think you should go. <laughs> I, I agree. Boston's great. Boston's pretty nice. I... I'm like teetering between like taking a family like kind of trip up there. Somebody said you could do it in a couple of days and like kind of yeah. see everything there is to mm-hmm. see. Um, but then I will be the tourist walking around all the tourists. <laughs> how, many, how many people are you gonna have at the game on Sunday? And are you, how excited are you for that? Man, I just got off the phone with my dad and <laughs> my aunt bought a hundred tickets, so I don't know. I have no idea. We'll see. We'll see. That'll be awesome <laughs> to have a hundred huge... tickets. There's a lot of tickets. Yeah. Like people don't think that when you oh thousand seat arena, however many thousand seats, hundred people is a lot of people. Yeah, and they're in one area. I had no idea. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so yeah, a little homecoming for you. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't. I'm trying to think of how many other games we've played up in like that area. Probably, Probably not, not. Not since you've been here, man. 
I mean, place. when we go to like Providence or yeah, it's kind of close. Dartmouth. But this will be like five minutes away. Is like this will be like a legit homecoming. This is legit. <laughs> <laughs> is uh, is someone going to bring you some kind of? I always remember traveling when I was a hoops SID. Like we would go places, and if like someone was from that area, they would get back on the bus with like ten thousand things of food. Like, yeah. is someone bringing you snacks? I told my mom I want a home-cooked meal, so. It's time to bring a home-cooked meal. Yeah, are you going to be able to duck out Saturday night and go go home and have a, a meal? Uh, unfortunately not, but <laughs> I will be getting my meal after the game. That's nice. So, will you be bothered on the bus by people for said home-cooked meal? I wouldn't be surprised if Amaya. Who knows? Who knows? I'll probably be sharing with Amaya. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. At least you know she gets a little home cooked meal. Now. Yeah, well, that's all. Uh, that's great. Friday night, like I said, we've got Hampton at seven o'clock. Um, it's Pride night. We're expecting a really big crowd. Like tickets out was a pretty good number. So we need you out there. We, we're looking to, you know, stay even in the in the CAA hunt, right? Um, growing up. Who was your basketball idols? This got to be like an immediate answer. You got to have that one like ready, I feel like. I have a few, but I'll probably just go AI. I don't know. Oh, yeah, that's I nice. Both of you? Sixers, baby. Yeah. I love it. Gary can't get behind that. No. He hates Philadelphia. I do not like Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can get behind like it. AI? I mean, I, I, sure, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> that didn't sound too confident. I mean, he stepped over a man. Yeah, I, yeah. It's like the most famous... <laughs> Basketball play of like the late nineties. I don't think it is <laughs> the late nineties. You remember Michael Jordan? Yeah, I guess so. Flu game. Um, so AI for both of you, huh? Yeah. Just because ball handling, deadly shooter, smooth. I think this is like like their age is like a sweet spot for for that. Yeah. For, yeah. For, for him, like a lot of people will give that answer. I think. Yeah, he's very finesse. Mm. That's how I would describe. It. He's not you. Like he's not giant. Like not a no. oh, like a huge no. guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, who all right? Who would be number two? See, I I thought you guys would have a shoot. Well, he's a shooter. He was like in everything. I mean, I get a lot of hate for this, but I like LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand how he so immediately already made a noise. I that better the mic. I better have picked Did that you know up. Know that was common. You know that was common? <laughs> yeah because we spoke about this the other day before I came. <laughs> she said I get a lot of hate for this. I don't, why do I mean I'm not a huge huge NBA guy. I will watch the Sixers from time to time. Um, why is it? Why is yeah, there why hate for LeBron? You He's give your, awesome. your case for LeBron, and you give your hate for LeBron. Yeah. let's do that. Well, okay, Bri, you let's go, do it. You go first, Bree. I mean, I just—he's a great player. Like, look at his look at his stats and everything. And then I just like the way he carries himself, like off the court as well. I'll but give yeah. him, I'll give you that the the off the court part, but like, I don't know. I just like to watch people who are interesting to watch. I just think he's just <laughs> bigger than everybody. You know, he's I like to watch like people like Steph Curry. He's fun to watch or John Morant. Somebody. I mean, I can't. You know, I like Steph electric Curry like and, them. Yeah. But I just had I've <laughs> been a LeBron fan. I gotta stick by him. I'm a, LeBron, I'm a LeBron guy. I like LeBron. He yeah. does amazing things for the size he is. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody that big yeah. shouldn't be able to be that athletic. Yeah. Like I don't think there's a sport in the world that LeBron wouldn't be like a pro in. Correct. I don't know if he can skate. Hockey might be a tough <laughs> <No>. one. <laughs> but anything else, I'm, I'm putting him out there. Anything else? I, yeah, it's hard to argue. Maybe golf. I do. When LeBron's done playing basketball, I guarantee you. Did you ever see Michael Jordan play golf? <laughs> he loves it. All right. These Love dudes it. start playing golf. J.R. Smith 
He's an awesome golfer. He's a college golfer now. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a weird thing. I mean, it's awesome. He's getting his degree, but that's so wild. Jared Smith been to many Monmouth games as yeah. his brother played football for us. Um, and it also was very nice every time. He's awesome. People would great. line up in the stands, and we'd be like, hey, do you like want to go in the field so, like, you don't have to stand here and sign autographs for 25 minutes. Yeah. He'd be like, no, nah, it's cool. You just sign <laughs> autographs, take pictures the whole time. Nobody had more fun in the NBA than J.R. Smith. No. Tying people's shoes together. Wait, so who's his brother? Uh, Demetrius Smith was a defensive tackle here. Probably graduated. Yeah, 2014, 15? 15, Meech. Yeah, yeah his younger, well, his younger, we, younger brother. He was here when we beat Liberty, gotcha. so. So, six, 15, 16. Sorry, Meech, I don't remember. He's always said this. Sorry, Meech, I don't remember when he graduated. Uh, so we got a couple of minutes left and then you guys got to go to class, which is totally Very awful. Important. Very yes. Important. <laughs> Speaking of class, you guys had a super high GPA as a team. How, um, actually the whole athletic department had a really great semester and that's awesome. Big, big shout out to our student athletes because it's not easy to balance all these things. Uh, how important is it for you guys to get good grades and, um, pre- be prepared for the for kind of the next stage of your lives whenever that starts? Um, I just, the coaches, they put us in a good position, you know, make sure we have study hall. And then like, if we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing, they hold us accountable. And they're just looking out for us. Like, you know, after college, they want us to make sure that we're good and stuff like that. And also eligible. That's important. Yeah. Yeah, The the eligibility (laughs) part. They might have a little stake in that too. (laughs) But you are like, same for you. Same what Bree said, basically, like we have all the resources and they put us in a great position. So like. We can't that that GPA was a reflection of all of our resources and the position they put us in and all that. So put making it making it important. Yeah. I'm curious before I know Greg wants to jump into some fun stuff, but um coach obviously was adamant or, or very high on having you guys come in here together. Um did you guys have any prior relationship before last summer? Or did it just kinda organically form because you guys play the same position and, and you you spend a lot of time together. Like, how did your guys' relationship kind of take off? Oh, yeah. We didn't know each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kind of when we got here, you know, we're in the backcourt together. Mm-hmm. We have to rely on each other. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. Was that hard coming in to a team that had a lot of returners and, and kind of being like, hey, I'm, I'm the new girl. I'm going to uh, come here and score 12 a game, 15 a game. <laughs> Somewhat. But, like, I don't know. This team was kind of different. I just – it didn't wasn't that hard. No. Seemed like they're pretty. You guys are pretty tight, pretty welcoming. Yeah. Um, pretty close. Yeah. What is uh? I, and this is probably a loaded question because nobody likes likes to answer this. But what's what's been your most f- favorite experience this year on the court? Like what game? You guys went out to BYU. You were there for like fourteen hours. <laughs> Must have been exhausting to fly out across the country and fly back. But what, is there one game so far? We're only eh, three quarters of the way through the whole season. Um, one game that kind of sticks out, or one moment that sticks out where you're just really amped and define the first half of the season. <laughs> Doesn't sound like it. It's got to be something. Shot you made, win you guys had. What game was that when you hit three and I hit three? We, we were. The whole team was hooping. Was it the beginning of this conference? Was it Northeastern or was it before that? Delaware. 
Delaware was a big game. Guys coming out with a 20-point win at Delaware. Yeah, that was pretty No, fun. that was. Fourth quarter was sick. Delaware's definitely up there. I'll say Delaware. Yeah, we beat them by 20. We were in the locker room after oh, the end yeah. of the game. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Yeah. We were going crazy. Um, I'll go ahead and put NJIT on there because we came back. Is that the game you're talking about? Is it? Oh, no, we were down it by like been. 13 or 70, something. 70-62 OT. OT, du- OT dub for the Hawks. Let's see what we did. Let's see what we did on that as it bring up the old box score. I feel like we were down by quite a bit. <laughs> Are you played there. 37 minutes in that game. <laughs> Is it, I, that might have been the one I was talking about. 17 oh. points. Bell had 11. The whole team. Uh, yeah, the whole team was hooping. Bree, you had 10. The whole team was hooping. Whole, t- whole team was hooping. Oh, Bree, you played 36. That's a lot of minutes on the court. <laughs> like what? Okay, like like like, like, <laughs> like are you guys just exhausted after that? Like I'm exhausted reading about it. Like is like that those nights is just like ice bath. Like get me to bed. Like I'm exhausted. Or you come out with a win. You're like, all right, I'm exhausted, but let's go. Let's go out. Let's go have some fun. Oh no, get me to bed. <laughs> I mean, yeah, definitely ready to go to bed. Definitely more drained after a loss. But <laughs> yeah. I feel that. All right, we're we're gonna get to some fun questions because they're always more fun. Um. Who is the better dancer between the two of you? I was definitely Ari. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> I thought she was about to not say Not even a contest. Not even close. Yeah. Wow. I, did, we don't have a camera in here for a thousand reasons, but if we did, the eye, the eye dart that Ari gave towards Bree was worth a thousand dollars. Like, like, don't even try to lie and see who who is. Don't even try to lie. All right. So Ari, better dancer. Who uh, who's the better cook? It has to be Brianna. I, don't have, I have zero experience. Cooking. No cooking. I have little, but that's <laughs> better than zero. That's better than well, zero. Neither you remembered the recipe from cookies. So. Yeah, that's not a yeah. good start. Good point. Yeah. Dry ingredients first is all we got <laughs> on that. So, Coach Boggess, if you listen to this next year when we do cookie baking, Bree probably won't be here, but maybe she stops by. Yeah. You better do a better job of teaching your ladies how to, how to cook baking, bake cookies. Who cares? I don't know. Um, who's got the better jump shot? Mm, I'm giving that to Bree. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Sniper. I, I don't know. Sniper. I'm like, I'm gonna give it to Ari. Please. True, true team. Mid range. Yeah. Pretty deadly. True teammate mentality. Um, if you guys play one on one, have you played one on one? We have not. No. Not yet, huh? I have to set that up for some kind of charity or something. <laughs> it's okay. You don't have to do that. Uh, who who um who's got the better post moves? Not that you ever play in the post. Who's gonna drive to the hoop better? Who's got who's shifty? Ari, certified bucket. I'm gonna take that one. Certified bucket. I'm telling bucket. you, Bree has the jump shot on me. I'm telling you. Hey, I've seen Bree bombing threes in her rondo, Can't her move. rondo layup. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, what, what do we have, uh, what do we have on our headsets? Headsets. God, what am I a thousand? What do we have? Yes. Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> shut up, Gary. What What do we have? What's our music playlist before we, before we go out? What are we listening to? Little baby. Little baby. Yeah. I honestly don't, I just listen to whatever's in the locker room. <laughs> uh, I'm usually on TikTok. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> we just had this conversation before. Before the game. <laughs> Like, oh, I really like that song on TikTok. The TikTok video. TikTok has its own soundtrack. You could pull songs from TikTok all day. Mm-hmm. 
and create a whole playlist. <laughs> I hear songs sometimes, and I'm like way too old to be on TikTok. Sometimes I hear songs, I'm like, ah, oh, it was on TikTok. That's when I heard it. <laughs> yeah. It's a real thing. But that's okay. Like, you don't, like, everybody gets ready for a game differently, right? Like, serious, listen to music. You're watching people do all sorts of crazy stuff on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no shame in that. That's okay. That's why it's funny to me when we, when we talk about, like, the pregame playlist for, like, in the arena. The first, like, half of warm-ups, everybody has their own headphones on anyway. So nobody's listening to it. And then later on, I think everybody's probably just locked into the game. Like, you probably don't necessarily even hear what it is. Um, I don't know. Is that necessarily true or no? You hear it. I hear it. I think our team definitely. (laughs) Yeah, that's probably fair. Yeah, we're a dancing team. Having fun. Yeah. That's what we're trying to, we're promoting fun in the modern basketball world. Yeah. Um, Gary, one more question and we'll get these ladies out of here so they can go to class. I think you covered all my, my fun stuff. Did I ask did I ask all the fun You ones? got really good fun stuff in there. All right, here, I got one more. Okay. I thought of this one the other day. What has been your favorite post-game meal? Or what is your favorite post-game meal? Doesn't You have to have not have it yet. Maybe we're dropping little hints here. Like, a, <clears throat> maybe we should be getting. <laughs> There's nothing you guys are jazzed about after a game yeah. like. Like, this meal's really good. I'm a pasta person. <laughs> so anything with pasta. Yeah. But it's got to be from a good place. Mm. What's the best place like around here to get pasta? specific place. Is there a place around here you like to get pasta? Oh, we can do this now. We used to not be able to do this. We used to not be able to do this. Now we can do this. Now the NCAA's off our back. Yeah. yeah. You can name places. Yeah, what's the spot if you could go somewhere after your game to get to get dinner around here? Like, sit down. Sure. Or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Like, what's your spot? Like, hey, we got to go here because we just won. We got a big win. I want to go here. Mm. I mean, pretty simple, but I like the uh, seafood pasta from Olive Garden. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Come on, there's got to be a post. If Micah Seaborn's listening, he just got an Olive Garden uh, check mark. We used <laughs> to fight about that all the time. What? What does he know about? Yeah, Micah used to love on Olive Garden. I used to tell him that I didn't think it was very good. Well, I mean, if you grow up in Jersey, it's hard it's to go to Olive Garden. But though there's good Italian places up in Massachusetts. Mike has got an excuse. He lives in Texas. <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. Um, I'll give you a pregame. How about that? Yeah, I like, I like that. Pre-game? Okay. So, I mean, I like breakfast, but, like, I really like blueberry bagels. It's so we Blueberry it. bagels. I'm always the first one up there when we have breakfast. we got to get Joe's on board. <laughs> Joe's bagel, and we're going to get Bree and NLA. Wait, deal. do we, I think we get our breakfast from Joe's. Do we? Ding. It's there two different go. places. Joe's or bagels, guys, probably. Else, I think, yeah. yeah, Joe's great bagels. That's yeah, where I get yeah. my bagels. Well, listen, ladies, thank you so much. I know you have class. We really appreciate you guys stopping in. Get to the get and watch these Hawks. Um, and if you can't watch them at home, Flow Sports will be coverage. I have coverage for the rest of the year. Uh, but Friday night. Get here, uh, 7 p.m. against Hampton. Um, I'm going to be there at least until the start of the fourth. I got to bow out a little bit early, go get my son um, from practice. But you got to come and watch this team because they hoop and they're fun and they have fun. And um, don't ask them to bake anything for you. (laughs) Thanks, girls. Thank you. Thank you for having us. That was fun. Thank you. Edison Heating and Cooling provides full HVAC services to businesses and residents in Central Jersey. 
visit edisonhvac.com to schedule your repair or your installation today. Very important message as we get into the coldest months of January and February. Wild swings too. Like there's a couple days I walked outside and it was warm out and then or warmer out and then I walked outside when the sun went down and it was super cold. I know come for me this is a, this is a support topic but we haven't had that that real real cold yet. Maybe a little bit early, but we haven't had a whole lot of like bitter cold. We've had no snow. Yeah, no, it's almost terrible. no snow. I mean, I got snow in, but well, yeah, you I had to travel. Colorado. Yeah, Colorado I, I like snow. a little nice snowstorm. Maybe once there'll be a bone. Maybe just give me one. Whoa! Big time breaking info we just got in. Wow! So we have. This will be exciting for some of you. That was exciting for me. I need a little excitement in my <laughs> So with some of the pro, pro, uh, promotions we have coming up, uh, we talked about uh, this Friday night is uh, Pride Night. So there's a lot of uh, very welcoming uh, programming that's going on during that evening. Uh, we want to open that up to, to everybody in the community to come out here and support the Hawks and, and have a great night. Um, that's number one. Number two... Men's basketball, we always have once a year, uh, thanks to a great partnership that the university has with the New York Giants. We have a Giants alum. And on the 4th of February, we will have the, the uh, New York Giants alum. So buy your tickets. Uh, they usually, uh, for a period of one hour pregame, will sign autographs. 45 minutes? I think it's 45 minutes. It's about 45 minutes. We'll sign autographs. Uh, I don't know if I can announce this. If I should announce this, what do you think? Um, I don't know if it's confirmed yet. Oh, I think we could say that it's a, a prominent, prominent former giant. former giant who won a Super Bowl, two Super Bowls, just one, right? Uh, one. Won a Super Bowl. Um, I just remember this person having giant shoulder pads. Old school, like really, yeah. you know. He's a guy that an older giant fan over the age of 32. Five probably looks very fondly upon. Sure. So anyway, so Giants fans, which we've done well in the, in the past. We've had uh, we had Leonard Marshall. That was a hit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've we've tackled I think all generations. We had uh, Dave Deal, who was who was a little bit of a younger um, former Jeff Giant. Fiegels. Jeff Fegels, kind of in the middle because he played for like twenty six years. And, and maybe um, the most fun. Otis Anderson was the best. The most fun. Otis Anderson was the best. He was shouting guys out on the mic upstairs. He was he sat in a suite and was going. You know, I nuts. think I think, and I don't want to speak for the Giants or any player, alumni, organization, anything like that. But I think, you know, you see these guys like, oh, you mentioned it today. There's an Eagles player. I forget who you're talking about. Like, oh, autograph signing at a mall. Like, yeah. and they go sit at a table for two hours yeah. and they take the same. Bland photo with 100 million people, and they sign their name uh, to, your, to Greg autograph. And it's like, I think this might be like a little bit of like, hey, I could watch a little basketball. Yeah, have fun. Uh, have something to eat. You know, right. We give them a swig. They can hang out and watch the game. Some of them choose to do that. I think it's like at least a little bit different than just sit in a blank sporting goods store and sign away your name and, and sign the same photo a thousand times. I think it's a little little unique and different. And we've had some success with, with the Giants players. They've all been awesome. Really um, nice guys. You know, I know that's hard for you to say probably, but no, been, listen, the, the, the partnership's been great. And they, they're always, you know, take pictures with kids. And like you said, Otis Anderson was great. Stayed the whole game. He's up in a suite cheering. <laughs> cheering, going nuts. No, I can – listen, I'm uh, unabashedly exciteful Eagles fan. Uh, but I can I can appreciate these guys off the field given their time and – 
coming out and um, just being really awesome. So uh, that will be the 4th of February. You definitely want to come out to that game. It's a 2 o'clock start. As soon as we confirm, we will uh, yeah, it'll be, be out, on out on social media. Some uh, I want to say it in the worst way, but I'm not going to because then if they, that person doesn't show up, then I'm going to get uh, – I'm going to get dragged, as yeah, they say. Yes, correct. I don't want that to happen. So those are two good promotions coming up. Uh, we have a couple other nights. You can you can get online and see those. Uh, come out and get your tickets for that. Uh, next week on the show, I, we were supposed to have them this week. We had to pull the old switcheroo. We're going to have Mike Nelson. A lot of things to talk about with that track and field program. Uh, looking for their first CAA title uh, in the indoor uh, season. Coming up in a couple of weeks here. Actually, not too many more weeks. Uh, the indoor season so quick. It's really quick. And um, so looking forward to that. Just had a meeting today about giving days. It's, it's a big time of year for our department and you especially. Yeah, it is a huge time of deal, uh, time of year. Uh, we've done really well. Uh, all of the donations go directly to whatever program you'd like them to go to. Uh, and it's a big thing um, to get alumni to push. So I think it's it, the the biggest thing that I see with Giving Day is everybody thinks about giving back or donating or boosters, especially in college athletics, as these mega rich hundred thousand dollars, and and that's awesome, right? People mm-hmm. that that do that, we appreciate anybody who can give any amount. But I think it's cool to see like, hey, your younger alums, you had twenty alums give fifty bucks. And now you got a you know a nice chunk of money for your program to use. Um, I think the cool thing about Giving Days is that it gets people back involved, and it, the money does add up. I know you probably don't think the the fifty bucks you gave is going to make that much of a difference, but if that's what you can afford to give, it does make a difference. Because it's a if, huge difference. If I give fifty and you give fifty, and then ten other guys you played with back in the mid two thousands give fifty, now your program has a nice chunk of money that they can. Get student athletes X Y Z new gear, a better road trip, a nice meal, whatever it might be. Absolutely, um, to to help out the experience, things that you would have enjoyed when you were a student athlete, or maybe you're a fan that that wants to see these guys have a great experience. So. Absolutely, I don't think I can give a bigger pitch than that. Uh, yeah, so that's, that's coming up, pitch, man. March twenty third and twenty fourth, giving days. It's it's incredibly easy to to log on. Um, you're going to hear us say probably every podcast now because it's going to be a huge thing. Any gift matters. Any gift over $33 or more will get a, a special MU gift. Last year it was socks. Those were a big hit, apparently. I enjoy the socks. I, I don't them. even know what I, I did wear with them. I them probably. They're in my normal sock rotation. Good sock. They have M's on them, right? Um, they're like uh, they're like blue and uh, blue and white with like a diamond pattern. Mm, and then there's right. a mammoth, Argyle. an M with the word mammoth under it, I believe, on the the ankle area. Gotcha. gotcha. But you can wear them, you know, wear them with dress shoes. And I was going to say, they're good socks. Rock the Hawks. So I don't know what the, the, the other side of campus decides all that kind of stuff. And I'm sure so, there'll be more information coming out on that uh, very shortly, but we wanted to put the bug in your ear that yes, if you know Gary or I personally, if you played a sport here, we'll probably reach out to you and say, Hey, can, you know, are you in the position to give a little bit back uh, to your program? Because uh, every dollar helps when we are in the CAA uh, try to compete. At, at the highest level that uh, this university has ever competed at. So, uh, Gary, I, I know you don't want to talk NFL football, so we won't. No, I do not. <laughs> uh, we Can we talk a little bit about the, the trouble that we, we had number 18 Charleston in here? Uh, third time that we had a ranked team in here, and we gave them everything, every single thing they could handle. Uh, people were going nuts Does on our- – 
I social think media. Personally, uh, I know the Manhattan win, um, but that was easily a top two or three performance that, that the team has had this year. First half, they were we were up nine. We ended up up three at, at halftime. Um, the place was jumping. The energy was really good in there. Um, it Big was crowd. it was awesome when you know we. Obviously, hasn't been the year that we hoped for at Monmouth basketball, but we appreciate the um, the support against a ranked opponent. Um, Charleston's a solid team, and they came back in the second half, and really it was one stretch. They made a couple of three-pointers and kind of pulled away a little bit, but Monmouth never gave in, um, ended up losing by 14. Um, one of the better showings and, and pretty cool, right? When you, you, you take a step back, and obviously we know that Coach Rice is going to get this group figured out, and these guys are going to continue to grow, and, and better seasons are on the horizon. But when you look at the CAA, to to say that you have a team 18th in the country in your league, in the top 25 in the nation, that's that's pretty unbelievable. Yeah. Not um, the mid-major madness poll. Right, no, not, no, right exactly. It's, it's pretty awesome. It's the to, top 25. To say that you're almost, barring a, a horrendous month for Charleston, like we're going to go into the CAA tournament with – a really legitimate chance to two teams to get into the NCAA tournament. All Charleston has to do really that week is lose once, and they're probably still getting in, you would think, like I said, unless they have a really bad couple weeks here. And then it opens the door for a second team to take that auto bid, and now you have two teams representing your league. just goes back to why Mom has made the decision to join this conference. Two teams in the NCAA tournament for basketball. We saw six, seven years ago when Mammoth was in the MAC, as great as the MAC was to us, one or two losses eliminated us from at-large conversation, which I don't think would happen in, in the CAA. If Charleston loses one or two more CAA games, they're not eliminated from that talk. Yeah, definitely. And I here's the thing. Anybody who, you know, oh, you know, the CAA, is it that much better of a league? There's a ranked team in the league for six straight weeks now, something like that, maybe four straight weeks. That has I don't think that's ever happened in the MAC. Maybe back when LaSalle was killing everybody. And, and here's the crazy part about, about when you when you look at and I don't have it in front of me directly, but it's just from following the league. Like, it's not like Charleston's like this anomaly team where they're just beating the life out of everybody. Like, they beat Wilmington by one. They were down at half at our place. They were down at half at Elon. Um, Northeastern gave them a game the other night. Like, they're not going into these other CAA gyms and just rolling teams. Like, they're so much better, and they're like an anomaly from the league. Like, Wilmington probably should have beat them. We had them on the ropes for 28, 29 minutes. Like, the league is really tough. The top end of the CAA is really, really tough. And I think Monmouth fans that have followed the program probably knew, right? Like, Towson, Hofstra, teams, Drexel, we've played before. Like, those teams are really, really good. And now you introduce Charleston, Wilmington, that down south that are really talented. And it's like, okay, now we have a really good basketball league on our hands. And like I said, I have all the faith in in Coach Rice and crew that that we're going to be part of that mix in the in the coming years, but just awesome to be in a league that that's so talented and has such high end talent and credit to Joey D and what he's built. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. That's it for us this week. Uh next week coming back, I think with Mike Nelson, head track and field coach, and he he will have some great stories to tell. Uh and, and as he gears up that team and uh as usual, we need you guys to like subscribe we hit 5,000 downloads that's like a huge thing in 40 episodes on to the next 5,000 appreciate you guys listening this has been a production of the Monmouth Digital Network Hawk Talk is available on all major podcast distribution sites including Spotify Apple Podcasts Audible Pandora and more all rights reserved